Ask the Podcast Coach for January 9th, 2021. Let's get ready to podcast. There it is. It's that music. It means, hey, it's Saturday. It's 1030. It's time for Ask the Podcast Coach, where you get your podcast questions answered live. I'm your host, Dave Jackson, from the school of podcasting.com. And joining me right over there from theaverageguy.tv, the one and only Jim Cullison. Jim, how's it going, buddy? Greetings, Dave. Happy Saturday morning to you. Happy second Saturday of the year. We almost didn't make it to the second Saturday. I thought it was 2021. I thought the year was going to be better. It's been a little crazy here in the U.S. That's right? Did so, somebody forget to close? Politics, <laughs> Did somebody forget to close the door in 2020? That was me. I had to just sneak in one more, kind of one more hurrah. Yeah. It's always good, though. Oh, what coffee. is coffee? Coffee is always good. Let's do a pour. It's a good way to... Uh, to start your day and uh, yeah and that coffee pour course is brought to you by the one and only podcastbranding.co if you don't know mark you should doggone it because the guy does really good work if you need a new logo i was actually thinking about using mark for my weight loss podcast today because i went to put my artwork on a t-shirt and i was like you know what artwork doesn't work might need a logo, but if you need a, a logo, if you need new artwork, if you need a new website, he makes really pretty websites. Of course, he makes really pretty everything. And the great thing about Mark, not only is he an award-winning uh, artist, he's also a podcaster, so he gets it. And he's actually going to go over and listen to your show and work with you side by side to make sure that your artwork fits your brand. So if you're two dudes, one brain show, he's not going to have it looking super sophisticated because that's not your show and you like to do fart jokes and things like that. He's going to make sure that your brand fits your show. And uh, what's great about it is he's Canadian. Why is that great? Because he's polite. Because he's Canadian. And so if you're looking for great-looking, awesome-fitting artwork, website, etc., then you got to go over and see the polite Canadian Mark at podcastbranding.co. Cappuccino. Jim, here's a... Uh, hey, a, hold on before uh, you move on. Uh, Mark redid the graphic design work for the Cigar Authority. Oh. And so if you want to see... Everybody's different on tobacco. But right. if you want to see some of Mark's work, he did a really nice job. They launched it last week on their first show of the year. They launched his artwork and and they've got new merch. Dave Groffalo does it right over there at Cigar Authority. Yeah. And... and it's amazing. It's it, he did a really good job. Is it on their website yet or anything yeah, where we can the, see it? Yes. Yeah, the cigar here. Why don't I just share it so we can get it? Yeah, there we go. We can bring it in. We have this technology called sharing that apparently works. It's so. new. What's interesting about this is of course Jim talked about the cowbell. Originally said it should uh, go away and then it came back. And uh, they've now used that in their logo, which is kind of cool up here at the top. That's uh, <laughs> everything's stuck up on my end. I can't see anything. Yeah. Oh, Do I need geez. to kick you out so you can come back in? Good morning, everybody. I'm going to play a clip while we're waiting for Jim to come back. And this is courtesy of the podcast movement Facebook group and Jared Easley. And um, this is for anyone who thinks I don't have to do editing of my show. Now, this is a parody. This is some guy in Britain who decided to make a thing making fun of people. Let me see if I can get the link for you. Yes. So links in the show notes at askthepodcastcoach.com slash 327, I believe is today's episode. And it goes a little something like this. So that's mm. what I think. Yeah, that's so true. I'm really glad you brought that up. I think this is really important. And if I can just mm -hmm. speak about this for a minute. Yeah. Because I've really been thinking about this quite a lot. And mm -hmm. here's the thing, right? Here's when it all comes down to it mm -hmm. and we like really begin to understand this is what I think. And, but th this is why we have you on. It's my opinion. Yeah. It's, yeah, I really, so my friend works at the New York Times. Oh, nice. Yeah. And uh, so this is what I think. There's a lot of conversation and there's a lot of dialogue around the subject without really dissecting and understanding the subject. And I think what we really need and, I've said this before. I've said this on my podcast. If people want to yeah, check yeah. that out as well, but we'll put the link in. There. I think what's really important is that we generate more conversation around <laughs> what we're doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. This kind of, it's so important. No, for sure. It's so important. 
It's so important. It really is. We it need really this. is. Yeah. So the this is on a Twitter. It's a tweet from Jonathan Ogden, and it says podcasts say li- saying literally nothing for twenty minutes. And I don't know about you, but when I heard that, I was like, I think he has a point. I think there are people that actually do that, and they're like, "What's especially when he's yeah, this is why we need to say that." Oh, absolutely, that's why you're here. Live your truth. I was trying to think of all the the fun filled cliches. Live your truth is another one that I just go, as opposed to live your lie. I I get. I don't know. I just I find some of these things that people say all the time that I'm like, huh. But I do hear podcasts like that, and I go in. That's why I say you need to edit your show because that was just a few minutes, and they never really actually said anything. They just talked about talking something. So Jim is having a PC meltdown. That's always fun. It happens, right? It's one of those things that happen. It's not the end of the world. You just kind of – I rebooted everything and figured out – I think – can you hear me okay now? Yeah, you're fine. Okay. Yeah. No, I just – everything like went – and it just melted down. Yeah, that happens. Like a screen freezes and then another one freezes. And then oh, yeah. And, 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 it, and, like, and you're like, I'm an eject. When you, <laughs> just when, ejected. When you get the message that's, should we wait for this to come back? You're like, oh, I'm in that. I'm I'm out of memory probably or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm pretty good about keeping, <clears throat> I keep a, a monitor up of my PC resources and some mm. of those kinds of things just so I can see what's going on. And there was nothing pointing towards a problem but it everything just so i just rebooted i saw you you played that clip i, I immediately went to my phone logged into the live so i could keep up <laughs> carrie if you miss uh porter bond she says i missed a few weeks curious if you guys are talking about clubhouse omg i'm mm. on it and loving it you don't have to turn your camera on if you want to join again ask the podcastcoach.com slash join i've jumped into clubhouse twice and both times I've went, it's Zoom without your screen on. And there was one group that wasn't bad. And that's where I found it that I'm not allowed to record these because I really thought, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fire up Clubhouse and I can bring it into the Roadcaster via my phone. And then I found out you can't record those. And I was like, even if I put this room is being recorded, that breaks their terms of service. And I thought, I well, that's part of their terms. Right? Yeah. And I yeah. thought it'd be another way. But I've, most of the people I hear, say it's interesting. I wanted to see what it was because I couldn't get in and I finally got an invite. And once I got there, the general consensus is they get there and they're like, it's different. And it reminds me a little bit of blab, but in the end, they really just going. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's neat. It's, but it's, uh, I said, it's zoom with the video off. So yeah. if you're loving it, I would love to hear anybody ask the podcast slash join. It's for me, I was like, I I thought about that today. I'm like, I should turn that on. It might be something to have on in the background, maybe. But and that's Daniel has a great question. Going back to Banks's point, I've asked multiple times what uh, Clubhouse is doing with our address books and they won't answer me. Yeah, there's uh, I, I ran into a cool I can't remember the website. Gary says, I don't know, Dave, I heard there are real thought leaders on there, executive from LinkedIn. See, here, oh, she was just here a second ago. Literally, Carrie was just here. Come back. And so maybe I'm just grabbing the wrong rooms, maybe. And that's where I don't want to be the old guy that poo-poos everything. And this is why I'm like, all right, I just because I was in there twice, it, it just remember, and Chris has a great point. Remember, if it's free, you are the product. And I need to finish my, she's grabbing her headphones. Great. I, I can't remember the website, but it was really cool because they had a headline analyzer. They had a thing that would help you, like you could type in a topic and it'd be like, here's some things that people are searching for, but it was free. And I was like, ooh, this is cool because everything was like, join to be a pro. And I was like, I don't see a price here and I don't like to join things when there's no price. It's one of those things where I'm like, eh. So get spooky when, you know, and it's very true. When there is no price, you are the product. And listen, the exclusivity on Clubhouse is a gimmick. It is. It, it's, it's a total gimmick. Right. There is no, it, they are, they're learning from everyone else that if you lock it down, um, I, I can't tell you. And it just, I think Gary just did it in the chat room. I need an invite. That whole idea of getting an invite is such a gimmick. And so it, they're, I don't know. I'm kind of with you, Dave. I don't want to be the old guy that goes, man, we've been here and done this. Yeah. 
but we've been here and done this. I know Carrie's waiting. Bring her in. Well, she says, how do I do this without the echo? Mm, hopefully when there was, oh, turn, the yeah, turn off YouTube because yeah. you'll have this weird 30, eh, maybe 15 second delay, something like that. But Bond, Carrie Bond. Carrie, this isn't the first time you've been with us. I think it's the first Hi. time she's come on live. Really? Yeah. Yeah. First time live. Can you hear me? No, we can, we can hear you fine. Yeah. Awesome. I am not going on video because I the Cause house it's is disaster. In the morning. Yeah. And it's ten thirty in the morning. It's eleven. Yeah. Uh, no, I wanted to jump in because so I joined on Clubhouse. I got an invite, and one of I, I joined for anyone who goes on there. I highly recommend there is like a newbie room, and they specifically go on and they a walk you through the platform, which if you're any bit tech savvy is pretty self explanatory. But the really good thing was they were talking about to your point, Dave, about how because I initially thought that too, maybe this will be something I can cross promote, maybe talk about what I do, but then use it on other platforms with the recording and no. But what they did say is, I guess Clubhouse is very pro cross contamination, uh, for lack of a better word. And they said, especially if like for me as a photographer and, and doing content and whatever, they said, really promote your Instagram and whatever else you have going on. It's not like other social media platforms where they really want to leave you in that world. Facebook wants you to stay on Facebook. Twitter wants you to stay on Twitter. They're very pro, like use Clubhouse as the sort of initial interaction and then capitalize on that to go off into get people on your Instagram or your podcast or, or whatever else you've got going on. So doesn't that open the door just to people to go in and go, hey, this is my first time on Clubhouse. Buy my stuff and then just talk <laughs> about their stuff for 20 minutes. I mean, in theory, yes, but... But people are being just, smarter than that? <laughs> yeah, it, it, because the culture is very much, it's like a sharing culture. Now, granted, I've only been on for a day, so I'm still very new into it. But the rooms was like very much, what can I give in terms of value of information? And then the people hosting were very good about moderating and, and even structuring the conversation. So like I was in one room for social media people and, and the woman who had started the room said, basically when you jump on, please start your sentence with my question is because she wanted to keep it that way. People weren't just jumping on and rambling or you know, spamming the group and, and whatnot. It was like, if you're turned on, if you're on stage and you're turned on, you need to be asking a question. And then she was giving everyone sort of an opportunity to chime in if they had something to add. So I, I found it really interesting. And I think for podcasters, it could be a really good platform to share what you talk about anyway. And that, so maybe you would start a room for me, like Key West perspective. Maybe I'm starting a room about travel, you know, destination travel in the Florida Keys. I don't know, just as an example. And then people come on and talk and ask questions. And then I'm like, oh, by the way, I also have, if you want more of this, jump on the podcast, QSPerspective.com. Yeah. I just thought it was really cool. And I was curious if you guys had talked about it. Yeah, we have. I just, it's, you've heard my thing. I was there for I don't know, 10 minutes. I did the same thing. I went to a newbie room and I said, Hey, can I record these? And they went, Nope. And I went, okay. And then I went to another room and, <laughs> and I, it just seemed like the, the person I went into was doing basically a giant sales pitch. And I just went, mm -hmm. okay. And it was just a lot of, this is that. And, and they were trying to disguise it as I'm talking about my industry, mm -hmm. but there was a lot of just, I, I mentioned this in my book, blah, 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 blah. And when I have a course about, yeah. And I was like, okay, in the mm -hmm. next, and it was like, huh? So it's, I guess it's going to be when I, back in the day, when I used to teach classes about, <laughs> about the internet, I used to say the, I would start off the class and I go, the internet is a lot like main street. I go on one side of the street, you got the library, you got the peanut store and you've got a theater on the other side. You've got hookers and <laughs> and porn stores back when there were porn stores and, and, bars. Like, and bars. I go, so it depends on what you're looking for, but it's all there. So, <laughs> And I think Clubhouse is going to be the same. So it'll be interesting to watch to see, you know, what they do with your information. Mm -hmm. And then eventually bandwidth isn't free. I don't know exactly how, what the back end is doing. It's, mm -hmm. it, they've got to make a living somehow. It's technology. It's got to, you got to pay a developer somewhere. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I, I think it's cool too, because it's so new. It's one of those opportunities like I've had on TikTok. There's no other photographers on TikTok 
uh, in my area. So it's thanks for the stage. I'll take all the attention. That's yeah. great. So I think Clubhouse could be similar to that in that maybe it's not something long term, but if you're early on there uh, and you do find success with it, you'd be one of the early adopters and uh, yeah. create a little niche in your particular vertical. I saw so. somebody that said what they're doing is like what we do. We're here every Saturday at 1030. And so mm-hmm. what they're doing is they're saying, hey, every Tuesday at this day, I'm going to be in Clubhouse. And mm-hmm. I was like, that's not a bad strategy, maybe. Gary says it'd be great if you're do- trying to do research on a topic. It could be a great place to go hang out. I think this would be a great example. I see this all the time in Facebook where people go, hey, is there anybody else doing an alternative health podcast in here? And I'm like, if only there was a giant search engine we could go to where you could go. But it might be something where you could go in and start a room for whatever the heck I just said, something about health and make that room and then go in and talk about it and see if anybody else shows up. So I think it'll have a limited lifespan. It'll be popular for a while and some folks will figure out how to exploit it and then it will get, it'll get wishy-washy and people will not use it as much. So this is the, these are the early days. They certainly with the exclusiveness of it, they've created some buzz around it. And that's helpful from a marketing standpoint. But I, I think it's, it does what it's intended to do. You obviously enjoy it and are yeah. getting great benefit out of it. It's good, good for you. I just, I don't know if I'd bet long term on it. And then Chris Nessie is asking, Carrie, can any user start a conversation or garner some space for a topic? I think yes. so. Yeah, you can make your own room. If you, go, yes. if you go into somebody else's room, they've got to bring you, basically giving you the stage. Like right now, Carrie is on stage at Ask the Podcast Coach. Yeah. So it's, again, go over. It's only right now, it's only on iOS. You have to have an invite, of course. And I found that the person has to be, you have to have their phone number because Sean from Be Your Own Nerd was like, hey, I can invite if you got one. I want to kick the tires. And I had his email address and everything else. And I'm like, dude, I'm trying. But when it pulls up my the other thing is it pulls up my contacts and I'm seeing people in my contacts that I didn't know I had in my contacts. And I'm like, where's this coming from? That happened to me too. I was like, I didn't even know I had this person's phone number. I'm like, I have Joe Bonamassa's phone number. And I'm like, yes, you do. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But I didn't have Sean's in there. So I need to, he has sent me his phone number. So I need to now go back, put him his phone number in so I can then send him an invite. And I think that's because they're going to text him a link to the app. I think, it's- I think it's a verification because they want to make sure that if you're actually inviting someone that they're like a legitimate contact so right. that people aren't just adding people willy nilly because they're trying to, according to this newbie group thing I was in, they were saying that they really want to curate the people that are being added. And so by making you be a legitimate contact of that person, it, it raises the chances that you've vetted this person before they're coming on. So yeah. It's a good idea. It's a good idea. And then Gary makes a great point. If it gets really popular, well, then Facebook will buy it. So <laughs> True. It. What's the, what's the, have you learned anything on there that you're like, Ooh, I'm glad that's the reason why I want to go back. Mm-hmm. Or is it more just the potential? I, I think right now, cause I'm so new on it. It's just the potential. Yesterday I was binging and hopping around between rooms and just figuring out what, what it was capable of doing. And because I'm in the social media realm, it was really interesting to listen in on that big, it was like 700 people in that room. And, uh, and the people were just, some of it I'd already heard and known, but it was just cool to get other people's perspective. And I can see it from like running into situations with clients maybe, and being able to jump in and say, has anybody had this situation? So in almost in the same vein of Facebook group to be able to be like, I'm in this situation I've never been in. What would you do? Or have you ever been here before and getting people's takes. So I, I feel like the value for me right now is in the receiving of information, but eventually we'll shift. Dave and I, you've talked about the, you and I have talked about this, about me working on a course and stuff. So I feel like in the future, as I get closer to that, it would be helpful to promote that kind of thing. So yeah, it's, I think it's got some potential, but I'm definitely not to Jim's point. It's, it may grow and then die a swift death. <laughs> yeah. Let's hear you're going to use it and see what happens and you, go from you never there. know. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, the other thing uh, real quick, I'll mention too, and then I'll jump off, but they're also doing the way I got an invite for anybody looking for an invite. There's people that do invite, trees for lack of a better phrase so it's basically like i'm going to give you an invite 
But then when you get your first invite, I've got somebody else that I need that needs it. And so then therefore you agree to give your invite to that person. And then when they get on, when they get their first invite, if you have someone you want to invite, they will give them that invite. So it's this convoluted invite structure uh, that it was, I just thought was kind of interesting. I was like, oh yeah, I guess that's one way to do it. Yeah. There we go. Awesome. All right. Thanks, thanks for guys. your insights. Carrie, thanks for jumping in. Jumping more yeah. often. Yeah. I, first time. Yeah. I know. I yeah. should do no, this. I guess I was always like thinking I had to be on video and yeah. like 1030 in the morning on a Saturday. Not on a wedding. I'm sitting here in my pajamas. That's no, it. Bangs, bangs broke that mold a long time. <laughs> you can just jump in. So good to see you. Thanks. All right. All right. Take care. There's a, uh, a comment here from Daniel. He says, from the clubhouse terms, you agree to not use the service to record any portion of the conversation without the express Here's the problem, written consent of all the speakers involved. Because I could do a thing, but if I have to yeah, have it. Do a Google Doc and have them sign it. Yeah, but if I wanted to do this for like next week. Hey, so yeah, you're allowed yeah. to record, but only with the permission right. of the. So I don't know if I. See, I could try it. I need to email them and say, hey, here's what I want to do. Because I think it would be cool to have. Because mm-hmm. somebody, you have to raise your hand to be on stage and I could sit here and cause you know, I need something else to look at. I've, I've got this chat room. I've got my Trello board. I was like, how can right, I make this another distraction? <laughs> how can I have another distraction because I want to look at something else, but yeah. it would be interesting. And what else is interesting, Jim? Our awesome supporters. Our awesome supporters over that, at, I, I do need to refresh. We're 10 need, minutes. I know yeah, we're 10 minutes after the hour. <laughs> oh, so and that, that pour is brought to you by our awesome supporters. And also, also, our awesome friends over at Sweetwater. If you go, yeah, to- I got a, I got a sticker from them from you. I, uh, <laughs> we're talking about awesome people. First of all, James Jacobson over at Dog Podcast Network. He's giving away five thousand dollars. So if you've got a story and a, that has a dog in it, go over to podcastnetwork.com slash one hundred and one. And if you ha- are a person that is a dog person, just go over to dogpodcastnetwork.com. He's getting ready to launch a new podcast. Yeah. called Dog Edition on the 19th of January. So we've been watching him. Get you're you're going to hear a lot from him here because he's sponsoring the mug ah, either next week or the week after. So you're going to hear a lot about these there, dog stores. There we yeah. go. Well, we always like to thank our awesome supporters like Kim over at Toastmasters101.net. If you need to develop your voice, reduce your editing time, or improve your content, check out Toastmasters101.net. Greg over at DebtShepherd.com, where he's teaching financial wellness. Shane at Spybrary.com, so you can go over there and get your spy on. Glenn the Geek Hebert at HorseRadioNetwork.com. You'll hear Glenn this Monday on the School of Podcasting talking about surveys. The Indie Drop-In Network. It promotes independent creators by featuring an entire episode of your show. Listeners love it because it's a playlist of shows they probably have never heard of. So check it out. Get your show over there at IndieDropIn.com. Max Trescott up at AviationNewsTalk.com. So if you're into flying around in the skies, check out Max. Ed Sullivan at SonicCupcake.com. So if you're like, I'd like to do this podcast thing, but the editing thing, not my thing, go check out Ed. Michael Delaney over at Baby Mountain Radio Productions, where podcasting and hard work are made fun. So check him out, babymountainradio.com. And if you'd like to be an awesome supporter, go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash awesome. And there are other ways you can also support the show. Go over to askthepodcastcoach.com slash store. And uh, and Jim is reading the book, Profit from Your Podcast. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we in the (laughs) middle of a podcast? I was trying to figure out how to be profitable. Or... Because the joke on Twitter was, it's podcasters say nothing for 20 minutes. I yeah. actually heard a podcast start off, I forget which one I was listening to, and they started off their podcast with, I'm not sure what I'm going to talk about today. No, nah, you can't do and that. And I was you like, that is not a good way to start your show. I was literally, I hey, I'm a moron and I didn't prepare. <laughs> and now you have no reason to listen. I don't know if you talked about this. No, it wasn't, Gary, it wasn't a forced update, but it's a, yeah. that's a good thought when yeah. it does that. I, mean, I say I need to reset my, my camera as well. But what, I don't know if you'd mentioned this, but what's worse about that clip is the host going, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Well, and what's hilarious right. is in the video, every time they go to the host, he's adjusting his microphone. Oh, wait, I have to point this up another half an inch. Kind of playing with it. There is a little bit of that. You're moving it around or whatever. Yeah. But I hear that a lot. And I actually, that was something I used to do a lot of in my Gallup podcasts. Somebody called it out. And then I went back and started listening. I'm like, 
Yeah. They did do a lot. Uh huh. Because in mm. person, you want to encourage if yeah. that person's talking, like you want to encourage them, but that doesn't in the recording, that's not good no. for somebody to, to do that. Yeah. Cause a lot of times that uh huh is over something, another point they're making. And then you like, I can't really hear him. And if you're not on separate tracks, I can't mute the uh huh out. And it's just, yeah, it is. It's hard because you're trained and like that's active listening. I want to be an active yeah. listener. You have to and, stop doing it though. Yeah. You have to stop doing it. <laughs> I just listened to Scott Johnson does a show called what was that like? And it's funny cause I, he's going to be on my show Monday. We're talking about surveys and I said, you do realize that the answer to every one of your episodes was that really sucked because in his episode, he interviewed a guy that got mauled by a bear. And Ooh. what I said, the great, cause it really, it's, there's so much about that episode that is just great from his very first question, which wasn't tell me a little bit about yourself. And I said, the other thing is when this guy got into the story, I said, you shut up. You just, I said, and it turns out later you get to the end and you go, of course he is. The guy's a speaker. So he knows how to tell a story, but consequently, Scott just stayed out of his way. It's also uh, great because the NPR style story is you will not believe this, but this happened to this person. And if you listen to NPR, there's always a second, oh, and this happened. And he did a really good job of, of hiding the and this happened thing. So it's always cool when you, I don't know, when you hear a good podcast and the fact that he just stayed out of the guy's way and he wasn't an, uh-huh, mm-hmm, wow, mm. Mine is awesome. When somebody gets done with a question, like, and that's how I made a million dollars in six weeks. And I'll go, awesome. And then I go to the next question and nine times out of 10, I cut that out and I laugh because I'm like, enough mm-hmm. with the awesomeness. You, you also, it is a clue. You're not, you're, okay, let's just tell on ourselves for a second. That, right. And I do this where you're really just queuing up the next question in your brain. You're not really listening to what they say. Like you're not engaged in the current conversation and really listening to what did they just say? Cause there could have been something really good there that they said that you just missed. And that's the, I think that's the magic of the interview is, is being able to listen and have enough in your brain to be able to go to the next question. It's ready. By the way, a little dead air. Not going to kill anybody. No, that does. No one's going to die. <laughs> a little dead air is okay. No one's going to punch you out. in the face. Yeah, and no. and you can always edit it out later, like you said. And then Randy makes a great point because you also don't want to encourage somebody who's saying nothing. <laughs> so that's true too. Yeah, but it's early. He usually comes in post show, so he's got to have something really good. The one and only Bangs Naughty Bits, Mister Bangs, Bangs. How are you, buddy? I'm doing really well, really well. You sound great. You can't ex- understand how well I'm doing today. Oh, good. It's, good. it's like an old Johnny Carson thing. How well are you doing? I'm not dead yet. Uh, I'm not uh, dead yet. Always, any day you can walk away from is a good day. That's it. Yes. And after doing a little Monty Python humor there, yeah. the UK has a public comment period, which is ending this Friday in the House of Lords for the upcoming online safety bill. And any members of the podcast community in the UK may want to submit some public comments regarding the bill that's going through. So why would they want to do that? Oh, by the way, hold on. Before you do that, Dave, you, this week you need to work on some like bangs bumper music. Yes. Where no, that won't be necessary. I'm not going to be, uh, be able like, to come on shortly. Legal so. <laughs> update of the of the week or something like that. Something to consider. You know how like they do on NBC. <laughs> something you should know. So, all right. so bangs, what are they? Why? Dave, you don't need to do that. I have deleted yeah, yeah. my Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram accounts, and I'll be deleting my YouTube account well, shortly. We're doing so. it to promote you, my friend. We're doing it to promote us. We want to say this is <laughs> yeah. the... So I won't be able to come in. So you don't make anything oh. specific for me. This but is you're going time? off the grid completely? This is the last time? Uh, yeah, I've deleted, as I said, my Facebook, Twitter, okay. uh, uh, Instagram presences, everyone completely. But does and that mean you're going to quit? will be going away later this week once I oh. take care of some loose ends. Wow. Okay. All right. So this is the last time. So yes. Well, we're, that's. I understand why. By the way, I do understand why. I get it. So why in the UK? Give us some info. Why in the UK? What should they be? Why? There's a internet uh, online safety bill which is going through uh, Parliament right now, which is going to add some restrictions to this and curtail that regarding what you can and can't say on the internet, who can monitor you and restrict online companies as well. 
mm-hmm. as to what they can or can't do. Yeah. Now, I'm not from the UK, so I don't want to speak to what is or isn't appropriate. But the online comment period ends Friday for the House of Lords. It's already gone through the House of Commons, if I am not mistaken, which I could easily be. Right. My house to be named the House of Lords. That's it. And and Gary Bangs wants to know, like, how come you're doing this? Not, not, Dave, do you really want me to have any comments about anything right well, now? Well, not, I'm just not, asking you personally. This is your show. Do you really want me to say anything? <laughs> That's a good I'm so, coming in with a very specific call to action. Yes. There's a legal process going through over here in the corner. Yeah. And if you're a member of the community in the UK, you might want to comment. Yeah. I'm not saying what you should say. I'm not telling you who you should say it to. Oh, you always appreciate that. I would say, Bangs, I'd say to Gary, just look at the current climate in the United States and some of the things that have happened over the last week and some of the, especially on some of the social platforms, it, it'll give you a pretty good indication. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Bangs, I, listen, I, I wouldn't do it, but I, I respect the fact that, yeah. you're un, that you've unplugged. That's and it. That you listen, that is a be besides the political part of it. We're going to leave that off because we're not a political show. Yeah. We don't pretend to be one, we don't try to be one. But from a personal standpoint, of and this just drives me crazy when people get onto these platforms and then complain about the platforms. And I just want to say, leave, just freaking leave, get off it. If you don't agree with it, if you don't like it, yeah. don't use it. Walk Jim, away. I've quit so jobs before yeah. based on ethical constraints yeah. provided. Oh, right on. Right on. Uh, I, I have quit jobs because I wasn't being done dirty, but a customer was being done dirty. Yeah. I told right. them so. I told them it was illegal, yeah. and I told them I quit, and I left. Right. right. No, there I appreciate that. That's, I don't put up with crap, and I don't make threats. Yeah. That's a that's a good... And, and listen, in that, and I, I think that's admirable in the sense that you followed up with your conviction, and agree with it or not, that's a whole different story. But I appreciate the fact they agreed with decided it. to yeah. do. Yeah, no, right on. No, right on. We've got into this. We got into this group think idea sometimes in Facebook and whatever, where everybody's got to agree with it, and uh, you don't have to. You can have your opinion, and you your opinion was, you know what, I'm out. And I think for, for some folks, that's the answer. For others, it's not. And so I, I always just appreciate your honesty on that of just saying, yeah, you know what, I'm not doing it anymore. And so good for you. Good for you. Hey, listen, I'm sad you won't be calling us on Saturdays. That that makes me sad. Will you be in the chat room? I won't have an account, so he's oh, going to close out Google. Yeah, oh. yeah. Well, so ladies and I, gentlemen, I, I will be the first. I would stand, but my back hurts. The one and only bangs naughty yeah. bits. Yeah. You know? well, when you come back, if you come back, when you come back, yeah, make sure we're one of the first that you come back to. No, unlikely. <laughs> okay well that's fine that's your choice but man i i, I will miss you yeah so. all right man let's be nice just, uh Streamyard was doing weird stuff when you got booted uh, oh it, it was screwing up the back uh stage uh among other things yeah so well, i was noticing a it's little not like you it's the rest of the internet that's crazy right now <laughs> oh good my pc definitely locked up <laughs> but uh, it could have been stream we have found well, the so. workaround we're we're gonna have bangs listen on spreaker and he can, we'll give him a special call. Yeah, could you call him? Can you call him? That would work, wouldn't it? No, because then I'd have his phone number. Oh, that's true. That's I've true. called All him right. through your phone before. My phone's number's in your phone somewhere. Oh, Ooh. Dave. Ooh, I'll have to. Oh, you have to. That goes back a couple of years when you had a phone connected. Oh, okay. We'll have to get all those. Listen, all those records are gone. We're never gonna. Those records are never gone. And Banks, here's another good question. You are the king of Reddit. Are you going to be on Reddit? Mm. That's a good I question. never have in any fashion bothered to look at who I'm talking to when I'm helping them podcast. I've never looked at their username half the time. I never look into the podcast when they have questions about. I don't look to see if I agree with them or disagree with them. I will continue Reddit just to make sure people continue to have a voice for as long as we're allowed to. Nice. We can find you on Reddit. We'll track you down there. Here we go. Awesome. All right, man. Thanks, 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 thanks for letting us know. But if you're in the UK, contact the House of Lords public comment system before Friday. All right. Because it could potentially be serious. Yeah. Yeah. Stay connected. All right, man. Or, have a or great go. Day. Goodbye. Or go. See we'll see you, Bang. 
He'll yeah, see I, him again. I know they are. I don't know, man. These. No, I know. I know. But he'll see him again. I know there's a thing. It's something like the square. There's like a speaker box in the square. It's been around since the 1400s where you're supposed to be able to stand on this box and just go, ladies of the UK, let me explain to you. Lend me your ears kind of thing. And they have elite, like, that's now illegal. Like, you can't do the box in the square thing anymore. Like, they've kind of kiboshed free speech in some areas, according to the No Agenda show. And I might listen, I, I think with what's going on here in the United States, and to Bang's point, and we're not going to get into it, but right. with, with the political climate and all the things that are going on, I, I think you're going to see some tightening down in the social spaces. So I I think he is a early warning indicator of a lot of things. He's always come on and tried to get political and it's been part of his shtick, right? Come on. That's part of his shtick. And, but he's, he is sensitive to those matters and keeps track of a lot of things that a lot of the average person just can't keep track of just to be honest. And so we may want to pay attention on some of these things. He has a point. We make fun of it, but he has a point. Well, and it's always, Right. You have to make me laugh, cry, think, groan, educator, entertain. He educates yeah. and it's, uh, he makes me think. So you got two out of like five. It. So I'm sad. I am. I'm oh, man. Yeah. Well, anyways, all right. Daniel says, we'll track you down there. Probably not a good thing to say to banks. Yeah. That's well, that true. was intentional, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jim, I, did you have something you wanted to talk about? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, but I can't remember what, can't remember what it was. <laughs> okay. Uh, here's a quick question. This is from Jonathan in the Podcast Movement Facebook group. I'm curious what the average number of episodes one should have in the can before they launch their show. As many as you're comfortable with. Yeah. I, I'm changing that answer, by the way. I used to say, don't worry about that. But if having five shows in the can makes you sleep at night, Get five shows in the can. Just go with what you're comfortable with. Do you have to? You don't have to have any in the can. Yeah, but if I it don't. makes you feel more comfortable. Yeah. No, me neither. Yeah. I wish well, it that's did. That's not true. That's not true. Now, let me just say this really quick. I this winter for one of for two of our channels, we created a new podcast at Gallup and then I uh, on our Theme Thursday channel, I preloaded 34 podcasts that are daily all at once. So I spent a whole two days wow. getting them ready, post them. That's freedom, my friend. <laughs> like I am doing nothing and they are releasing every day. You know what happens when you release a daily podcast? You set records of downloads in your stats because they're showing up every day and they're showing up. Does that mean people are listening to them? No. But, and I'm not advocating that, by the way. The, the point of that is it made me feel really good. We, at the same time, I edited for the new podcast the entire season. So 34 episodes are done. I don't have to do anything. They're already done. They're recorded. They're edited. They're ready to go. They'll release throughout the year. That's freedom. So yeah. you have to know if it makes you feel better. Yes, do it. I got mentioned in a Facebook group about the podcast rodeo show, and I had six people sign up at once. And the other thing oh, I started, wow. which is great because now I have yeah. a month and a half that you just kick back. So I think that would be my answer is – it's almost like the the Dave Ramsey thing where you should have at least uh, six weeks of yeah. emergency funds in, in the yeah. bank. It, it depends on how long does it take you to do a podcast and how much of a runway do you want? Because the more you have, the more you're like, oh, crap, grandma's in the hospital. Oh, no, that's all right. I've got four in the can. That'll give me if I do a weekly show, I've got a month's worth of stuff. So I think that's it. The thing I always hate to hear is when people do 20 episodes without having any kind of like proof of concept that they know mm-hmm. it's good or not, because mm-hmm. then you find out on episode two that we really hate the lightning round and you're like, oh, we got 18 episodes with the lightning round in it. But it is very cool to go. These are published. I have them scheduled to launch in the future. The other thing I started doing was I started doing the podcast rodeo show live as a YouTube thing. And that's not, it's, I have to think about that because the problem is now is I'm too distracted where normally I'm listening and I'm writing down notes that I will say at the end of the review, it's a little different. I'm actually listening to the the podcast on my phone so I can pause it. So my review is in the middle of the thing and it's just, I got too much stuff. I'm worried about switching screens and things of that nature. And I was like, I like this because that content kind of fits YouTube. Typically they're short, but that's the other thing I noticed is my, what I think is a short show is 15 minutes. And I'm like, this is not as short. And I think because it's, I'm trying to give people a 
a fair shake that I'm listening to longer than their show, where it used to be the minute I was bored, I would hit the buzzer and, and they would be out. But but yeah, so that would be my advice on that is is how long does it take you to do an episode and how many how much of a runway do you want to have? Because it is it's handy, man. When you go, I don't have yeah. to think about podcasting, but really what it does is it frees you up to get yeah. the next season ready. And I think whatever makes you sleep well at night, like we have enough tr- trouble sleeping as it is. Yeah, There's a lot of pressure. If you can do that, I was getting ready to pay off some debt one time. And I said, do I invest this or do I pay it to my financial advisor? Do I invest this for the long term or do I pay off debt? And he goes, what makes you most comfortable? Listen, if we're doing this kind of thing and you're staying up all night, none of it's worth it. So right. what makes you, what makes you good? Hey, the effects, show my screen really quick. Here's the effects of going daily. <laughs> On a podcast. So January through, this is Spreaker stats, by the way, January through December, this is 2020. You can see this is our weekly release from January through November. Mm. And then in December and not even early December, like I started this probably, I don't know, let's say the 17th, maybe something like now, 14th of December and just releasing daily. And you can see we almost doubled, almost doubled our downloads. Now, Again, are people are is everybody listening to this? I doubt it, just to be honest. But you can if you want to if you want to feel good about yourself. Right. Well, daily. What was your schedule before it was daily? Weekly. It was weekly. So in yeah, th- weekly and sporadic. And sporadic. Okay. Yeah. Like we gonna- don't have a release date. Like we we produce a live show three to four weeks later. That goes into the feed. That goes into this feed. So not regular, not scheduled. They know it's coming. Right. We're gonna do ep- we're gonna do a certain number of episodes every year, but it's pretty mu- it's a pretty month it's a pretty weekly release here on this. Looking at it, November went down because we ended we actually ended the season at the end of October, mm-hmm. and we did one final show in November, and then I released that in oh late November, early December, and then we started these weekly or we started these daily. They're just two minute. All they are are two-minute conversations ah, that we're it. having. And they've been showing up. The question would be, did I lose subscribers over this? Did I have folks who are like, yeah, you're filling up my feed. I'm getting something every day. Yeah. Right um, when they were used to weekly? I think it's one of those things where you'll do both. Because some people want a daily two-minute little nudge or whatever that right, is. Right, and other right. people are like, Ugh, you're feeding me with a fire hose. So you'll attract yeah. the people. And that's where yeah. I was working with a client this week. And it's a, a show about being an actor. And he was saying how he has two different audiences. And I said, which audience do you want? I said, because make the content for that audience. And he goes, yeah, but the current audience may not really want that information. I go, it's, I go, this is where it's your show. I go, granted, yeah. you attracted yeah. the wrong audience by maybe putting out the information that wasn't niche enough for the audience you're trying to get. I said, so when you start doing this more stuff that's really geared towards a certain type of audience – that audience is going to leave, but in theory, the new audience will show up. I said, so don't freak out if your numbers go down for a bit, you know, yeah. it'll come back. Yeah. So, well, and you don't know, this is a good indication of just these numbers. Don't tell me if somebody's actually listed, are they getting listened to? They're downloading for sure. And they're, they're, they're getting, we know that. Are they actually listening to them? I guess there could be some other platforms that could tell me that, I guess, I could go into Apple Podcasts and see some of those stats of how far they're being listened. Maybe that's the next, you know, they're only two minutes long. So I guess that's the next, what yeah. I need to do is go yeah. to Apple Podcasts. Go on Apple or you can also get that from Google and Spotify. We don't do, for whatever reason, the Gallup Podcasts don't make it to Google at all. They make it there, but people don't listen to them there. Our numbers are ridiculously small on Google. I, I, I don't know why. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. I have, yeah. I was mentioned the podcast rodeo show. That show is gangbusters on Spotify. Hmm. No show I've ever had. Hundreds of downloads. And I was like, yeah. we're the school of podcasting. It's crickets on Spotify. I'm like, Can you get Spotify stats? This is how much I care about my stats, yeah. by the way. I don't you, even know. You can, let me, if it's, I believe it's podcasters.spotify.com. Let me see here. Okay. So if I go into... My catalog in, and then again, this is podcaster.spotify.com. And if I look at, I'm trying to find the, here it is, podcast rodeo show. So you can actually see right there, 228,000 listens on the last episode I had, I can see, and this is where it's kind of weird. 
110 starts, 27 streams, and 95 listens. And if I remember right, listens are people that listen for longer than a minute. I know they're not IAB, but it's a, there's a weird thing where one is like a click and one is somebody listened longer. So for whatever reason, I'm getting around anywhere from 30 to 100 listens on and what's interesting, I noticed this one has more. This one, an episode called Proudly ADHD at Work and in Business, has 95 listens, where the rest are in the 20, 30 range. That one I promoted on Facebook. And I should be doing this all the time, but I was like, oh, yeah, this is coming out. I should put this here. And because it's got, they have a great title, Proudly ADHD at Work and in Business is the name of their podcast. And people are like, wow, that's really niche. And I'm like, yep. And then in the review, I put, hey, your audience is ADHD. So you need to get to the point like nobody's business. Like you can't do it. Your audience, by definition, has a hard time paying attention. But yeah, so if I go and I think if I click on this episode, yeah, I can see where I had 100% listening at the very beginning, and wow, I'm down at the four-minute mark. I'm at 16%. So I lost a lot of people. Now, this is also where you don't get too worried. In the first 21 seconds, the first minute, I lost 70% of my audience. That might be people skipping because my the intro of that show is the same. But you'll see where once we get down here to wow, that is that is depressing though. Twenty when I get to about twenty percent, I keep them till the end of the show. Although at the very end, once I start promoting, that drops. What that's depressing, right there. But you can see I started off the average listen was twenty five seconds. The first quarter, you have list the listener rodeo show going on yeah. there. They're doing the same thing to your show that you do to the shows that yeah. are on there. In other words. They're giving it 20 or 25 seconds and then they're dropping. Yeah. So it's interesting. And the thing that's nice about Spotify is you do get demographic data. So I can see here that it is primarily male, 70%. The biggest age range is 28 to 34 out of the United States. And they used to show what your fav- what their favorite music was. I guess they're not, or it's in a different spot. But that's, so you can get that information, but that's, be careful what you ask for, kids. Wow, look, my whole audience is dumping me. That's really odd. But if I go into here, like here, the School of Podcasting, I'm getting 14 listens uh, in the past. Uh, yeah, that's about that's about what I get to. Yeah. And in the previous I mean, episode that's been out since December, I got three. Now, if I go in and see how far do those three people listen, I can see uh, about 13 minutes. And then they just, and it's weird. Somebody went here and, and went back and listened twice. So you can see that in these graphs where you're, you'll have a flat line and then all of a sudden a little blip. And that usually means that somebody either a, again, they did hit skip or something, but yeah, this whole, I want to know how far people listened. What you wish for. Yeah. Yeah. You you may may figure out they're they're dumping you in the first 15 seconds. Are you familiar with the dark net diaries at all? No, I am interviewing that guy. I'm interviewing this guy. He is, he interviews hackers in some cases, and he interviews the hacked. Mm. And he had, what's interesting, it's like Ira Glass wanted to know, he's got a really great name, Darknet. So right there, that's that kind of, you know what it is, but you don't know what it is. So you, ooh, I wonder what that's about. And then diaries. So it's stories about people, like the one I listened to, there's a guy, there are people, they're called penetration experts. And I'm like, that sounds naughty. But uh, they they get hired to like a company will go. We need you to hack us. Do your worst and hack us. The the a better name for them by the way is pen testers. That's what we call them in the industry because that sounds so disgusting. Yeah, it's like wait what? Pen yeah, pen testers. That's what they're called. And so it's a guy that and he'll interview these pen testers. And the one guy's got like a Russian, an ex Russian KGB kind of guy. He's got a Navy SEAL team, and they just go in and and you like what? So here again. It's information you can't get anyplace else. It's interesting. It makes you think. It makes you wet your pants. And the guy's getting, I think, $14,000 a month on Patreon. And he's a guy that's just – and what's interesting about it is because in some cases you don't want to be on his show because it's like, hey, guess what? You got hacked. He's super duper – and it's the Darknet Diaries. He did say – because I'm doing tons of research on this guy. He actually – and this is where it's, again, freaky – he used to do video and somebody was able to identify the outside through his window 
and tracked him down to his job. Ooh. And that's when I was like that. So that's why Banks never comes in on video, yeah. right? I mean, that's the, that kind of stuff. You could find me pretty easily. Yeah, that's it. not that you'd want. Gary to. said we finally found Banks' show. That's it. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Yeah. No, I've heard him. It's it, that or Banks is putting on a voice when he comes on here. So anyway, so I'm going to be interviewing him. But it's here's a, an example of. I could I have to realize I'm asking him how did a guy with no audience end up with a show that's getting two or I think it's I think and he's very uh transparent. I think he's getting three hundred thousand downloads per episode. And he's actually started monetizing in six months. So wow. that so there goes my three years theory yeah. out the window. But you, you have some outliers. Right. But my the thing is I have to and that's one of the things I'm doing today, I, I'm interviewing him on Sunday, is I have to really focus on because we hacker stuff is exciting, but it's not going to help my audience grow their audience. So I'm really going to be focusing in on how did you make your show good? How do you promote it? Things like that. But so sweet. If, if that you, sounds good. That sounds interesting. Yeah. If you like if you are familiar with the show and you go, oh, Dave, ask him this. Dave at School of Podcasting dot com. Man, this day has been going so incredibly quick. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. Carrie says, have you ever watched Homeland? They caught some terrorists because of the tile. T- oh, the title shown in the background on the floor. Inter- or, or the tile. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Very cool. It's amazing the things you give away in your backgrounds. Jim, are you still on vacation? At, uh- no, we're back. We're back. Mike Wieger's back. We're in the saddle over there at Home Gadget Geeks. We talk a little bit about what's going on with Bitcoin because that's been nuts uh, yeah. over the holidays. And then we go through the Christmas gadgets we got, which is a, a ton of fun. Just an update because Christmas is a, a gadget giving season. Of yeah. course it is. Is the so, tree still up at your house? No, tree is down. We took that down last week. Yeah, I think it's. I think mine's coming down. It's so pretty. I don't want to take it down. But yeah, find Jim over at theaverageguy.tv. I stepped all over your domain. Sorry about that. <laughs> You've already heard this week I'm going to be talking about surveys And if anybody has any feedback, if you've ever done a survey and what you learned from it, how you did it, I would love to hear about that in the post show. Full disclosure, if you actually come on and say that to where I can hear it, you'll probably be in Monday's show because we're talking about surveys and the fact that uh, it helps make your show better if you do it right in some cases. So that'll be Monday's show. And like I said, then in uh, two weeks, I'll have my interview with Jack from dark neck tires which is going to be fun but we're here every saturday at askthepodcastcoach.com slash live thanks to the chat room thanks to uh mark over at podcastbranding.co and uh, if you're listening to this later and you want to ask a question and you're not here uh just email me dave at school of podcasting.com and we'll uh, have your question on the air but stick around for some post show we might talk a little megaphone since we're talking privacy and piracy and people snooping and things like that. So stick around. 